0: Stephen Cluxton is on the pitch He is togged out for Dublin Are you sure he's not a mascot Joe? I am 100% sure he's not a mascot Stephen Cluxton is part of the Dublin panel today I'm
1: surprised as anyone Joe Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed Wherever you get your podcasts Football on Off The Ball With Sky Watch Premier League,
0: Women's Super League EFL, Scottish Premiership And much more Live on Sky Sports Welcome back to tonight's football show Richie McCormick here with you Thank you so much uh, for joining us Now, round about this time last week We started to get reports filtering through From different sources in Germany That Bayern were about to pull the plug On Julian Nagelsmann's time in charge of Bayern Munich Uh, that did since come to pass and Thomas Tuchel was promptly installed as his replacement at the Allianz Arena and wouldn't you know it Tuchel's first game in charge will come this weekend against his former side Borussia Dortmund to pick through the events that have occurred over the last seven days and perhaps those that preceded it as well I'm delighted to say we're joined on the line by the the Athletics Raphael Honigstein Raphael, welcome back to the show Thanks for having me. Uh, like I say, to some this was a surprise, but dig a little deeper, and this seems to have been brewing for a little while, that being Nagelsmann's departure from Bayern.
1: Yes, it's both surprising and not entirely surprising because Nagelsmann's stay in Munich hasn't always been happy from the from the get-go, really. They've had a poor spell, second half of last season when they got knocked out by Villarreal in the Champions League, 5-0 by Borussia Mönchengladbach in the German Cup, just about stuttered on to win the German championship. But of course that is just the minimum requirement in Munich. And when this second half of the season again started with some stuttering performances and Bayern only winning five out of their 10 games in the Bundesliga, there was a sense of Bayern trying to anticipate almost failure and react before it's happened. Uh, They didn't want to risk the season imploding they have huge games coming up in the next month. As you said, Borussia Dortmund on Saturday. Then they have Freiburg, then they have Freiburg in the Cup, and then they have the Champions League against Manchester City. So everything could be over, as far as Bayern are concerned, uh, very soon. And that's why they felt with Tuchel being available, it would, consider, it would be considered a serious upgrade and more chance of success. It's harsh, but that's how Bayern operate uh, they will not even contemplate the possibility of failure, let alone failure itself.
0: Yeah, and and there are many who would point out that perhaps finishing second is is not necessarily failure. But those are the yardsticks by which Byron have always measured themselves. And like the whole FC Hollywood tag usually comes to bear when the, the board there are at their most vocal and it seems that they got most vocal and most antsy in the last few weeks. Was the was the Leverkusen results the final straw? Was that string of draws that they had in January the kind of thing that set them on edge? Uh, what was it? Because I've heard everything from uh, player relationships to unwanted ski trips and all this kind of stuff as, as regards mitigating factors towards is, is sacking their Nagelsmann's.
1: I mean, there was a lot going on with Nagelsmann on and off the pitch, but he was already on very shaky ground before the two games against PSG. As it happens, Bayern, of course, won and played pretty convincingly in both of them, certainly the second one. And that prolonged this uh, this lack of confidence and these, these doubts that were sort of always there. Whenever Bayern had a good game, people thought, OK, that's it, uh, things are on course, and then it would have a bad game, a bad result. And the Leverkusen performance was so abject and so poor and so disorganized and half the team didn't seem to know what system they're playing it certainly one or two players took a long time to understand that Nagelsmann had changed the system 10 minutes into the the first half that Bayern no longer had the confidence Um, you can call it FC Hollywood in terms of their readiness and a lack of scruples and ruthlessness to pull the plug but in a way it was a very considered and very calculated decision which had nothing to do with um, with drama or politics or personal problems mm. in, in fact their relationship with Nagaswan was pretty good all, all the way until the end this was a business decision, this was a performance related decision and even looking beyond the good results where they often saw okay we won today but actually considering the quality that we have it was another shaky game we could have drawn we could have lost we should have a lot more dominance and consistency with this team and they believe that Tuchel can deliver that I think without Tuchel being available now yeah. Agatsman probably lives to fight another day but because Tuchel is there and could do the job immediately Bayern felt more confident uh, making that radical move
0: Was the fact because I, 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 we're talking about them on the show tonight as well was the Spurs situation a factor in all of this because if you look at when Bayern decided to act, it's when another big Premier League job suddenly became available and one that might be attractive to Thomas Tuchel. So did that Conte situation at Spurs factor into the thinking of the Bayern board when they were decided to act? And Because they essentially had him in a holding pattern, am I right in saying, And that he'd been living in Bavaria, he's been in and around the area for the last few months and the perceived wisdom was that he was going to be installed in the summer anyway. Uh, did the Spurs situation have a knock-on effect here?
1: I think it might have been Bayern's uh, preference to install him in the summer, but the situation escalated both in terms of results and as you said, Tuchel uh, being heavily linked and certainly having options and they wanted to avoid the scenario that happened five years ago when they really liked Tuchel, talked to him to follow your at the time. Um, but they had some internal disagreements. Uh, Some people on the board really wanted Tuchel, others were not so sure. By the time they had all got together and said, yes, Tuchel is our man, Tuchel had signed for PSG. And uh, I think they they saw that as a credible threat. And whether that was then actively pushed by people in the negotiation or not is almost irrelevant. Bayern felt that if Nagelsmann is not the long-term answer, and if we continue to have these doubts, and if nothing will change for the better next season, we're in a better position now to get Tuchel, the guy that we have been wanting for a while, and that guy is probably, as far as German-speaking managers go, the number two on the market um, behind Jurgen Klopp, who's not available, then you have to do this now. And that's why I think things kind of escalated very quickly on Thursday night. Do we know when those kind of discussions started happening
0: with Thomas Tuchel to have him, like I say, in that holding pattern in the background?
1: Well, he and the and the team and the club uh, have said on the record that negotiations started only in, on, on Tuesday last week after the Leverkusen game. Uh, that might be true as far as the direct conversation between him and the club is concerned, but I'm sure that there would have been some exploratory uh, talks being held to see if Tuchel might be available. And uh, it is my understanding that Bayern weren't necessarily eager to do this at the moment but because of the Leverkusen uh, result and then the chance that Tuchel might not wait that much longer um, things took on a life of its own so um, I think the the chance of, of of missing out on Tuchel and then staggering on with Nagatsman, even though they weren't quite sure that was a scenario they wanted to avoid even if it comes at the short term price of being seen as as ruthless, as capricious, as FC Hollywood, as doing things that no other team would do. They're prepared to rather have the criticism now than have the season take a turn for the worse, Tuchel moving somewhere else, and then people saying, well... You saw that things going, going in the right direction with Nagatsman. Why didn't you react? Now you can't even get Tuchel. If you want to fire Nagatsman, then you, you're going to scramble around for third and fourth choice, as you did with Niko Kovac in 2018. So I think they wanted to avoid that. And uh, that kind of experience of 2018 definitely played a big role in their readiness to move now.
0: I don't think anybody at that level of management has a small ego but I think it tells something of the ego of Thomas Tuchel that he is more than willing to take on this situation where he has to overhaul Borussia Dortmund in the Bundesliga he's taking over a team that were fantastic in the Champions League uh, this season they'd won all their games they won, it was eight games I think they only conceded a goal or two goals sorry in one of those games so their Champions League record is remarkable heading into this Manchester City tie when I don't think anybody would, you know, say that losing would be a a, a, um, a massive surprise because this is a 50 50, 60 40 contest, whichever way you want to split it. Um, but it says something of the man that he's willing to put that all on the line in his first few games in charge. I don't
1: think it's a case of ego in this uh, specific case. I think this is just him looking at a team that uh, could be doing a lot better than they have done with a fantastic squad at the disposal. And if they find just more consistency, then they have a realistic chance of winning everything. Mm. Yes, of course, when you're at Bayern, then a failure is is always an option, but failure means not winning uh, with a team that is designed to win and has all the possibilities of winning, not just domestically, but also in the Champions League. So as far as a ready-made squad is con- for, for Tuchel's kind of game plan and his ideas is concerned, I think it doesn't really get much closer to Bayern, especially being in Germany. Mm. And uh, having a lot of young players still that want to work, I think, with a coach that is very uh, tactically uh, sophisticated. So, I think it was a bit of a no-brainer for Tuchel. Um, Of course, Real Madrid would have held some appeal for him as well, I'm sure. But um, having worked at PSG, I think as far as working with big egos is concerned even though Bayern have plenty of big egos I think they're still at a different level than
0: the Real ones and and to that point you look at the uh, personalities that are involved uh, on a boardroom level and both with Tuchel then as well and you look at the track record that he's had at Chelsea and at Paris Saint-Germain most recently uh, his last two clubs it looks like this is a powder keg environment for everybody to try and coexist in within the next two years or however long this relationship ends up lasting
1: yeah, I think it's going to be naive to think that there's not going to be friction at some point. Um, Tuchel has had uh, issues at Dortmund, especially, uh, and at PSG, where people on the board tried to actively interfere with his coaching and his decision-making process. Uh, Chelsea was different until the new owners. Um, Marina and Roman Abramovich, were very hands-off. No one even went to Cobham to see his training let alone make any suggestions of what, what he should do differently. So with the new ownership, that things became very difficult. Uh, and I would say in Tuchel's defence that it probably wasn't really down to him. Um, with Bayern, they will let him get on with it. Um, and it was, as was the case with Nagelsmann, as long as he's winning, they are uh, very supportive. The moment they feel that um, he's not really getting the maximum out of the squad, then they get nervous and, and see if um, if they can talk to him or make some suggestions. But uh, at the moment, we're still very much in a honeymoon period with not even a single ball having been kicked. And uh, I think those uh, possible uh, boiling points um, can wait for another day. But yes, they will come. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bayern are uh, steeled for it, having worked with the likes of Pep Guardiola, who was very difficult as well. Um, but the results overweigh everything.
0: Do we know what the immediate reaction uh, to Tuchel has been like on, on the training ground with Bayern players?
1: He hasn't seen many of them yet because of the international break. I mm-hmm. think he's worked with five of them on Tuesday. A few more would have come back yesterday and today. So I think it'll be a while before there's a proper training session uh, Friday, but this is the game before the day, the day before the game, so that's not even a, a full session either. So it'll be, it'll take some time. Um, Some players really like Nagelsmann, Uh, some players like Goretzka and Kimmich went on the record saying that uh, they will miss him, but at the same time they are professionals and if they feel that Tuchel gives them um, good information, makes it easier for them to play, makes it more realistic that they will win, more probable, then they will like him. Um, and if he doesn't then they will not like him or if he doesn't play one or two players then they'll be disappointed as is the case in every dressing room everywhere in the world so um, Tuchel will have to I think find the kind of stability and maybe even simplicity that was evading Nagelsmann a little bit Nagelsmann was very hands-on and sometimes seemed to be doing things almost to show off a little bit and the team I think in recent weeks didn't seem to be quite on the same page as he was and that's I think part of the explanation why we saw very uneven games even when Bayern did win they had periods where it it didn't seem a very organised side Um, Tuchel's job I think is to simplify things and to give them a system that they feel stable and confident in
0: Yeah and I think we saw it most definitely when things were in a similar situation when he arrived in Chelsea he instilled a formation he instilled a style of play that was you know easy enough for the players to get to grips with and then build upon from there and that was something that stood out from the Nagelsmann at least the end of the the, the his reign there that formations would chop and change the starting eleven would chop and change he was very much a take each game as it comes in the respect that he wanted to approach each opposition differently and it wasn't necessarily pressing home a Bayern style onto them and that's I think that might be a lot of things for, a lot for for Bayern fans, Bayern players to get used to as well is that they shouldn't have to cater and kowtow to the opposition that they're Bayern Munich and they have the better players and they're the better squad that they should be able to go out and, and put their steady starting eleven together and put together a string of results that just weren't coming really.
1: Yeah, and they made that point to him before the start of the season and he seemed to appreciate it and, and said he wanted to change and wanted to become more independent of the opposition but I guess when you see the game at, at this kind of level where you see it as a chess game, you feel almost moved to react and to anticipate what your opponent might do. And the, Guardiola did the same. And there were people saying that were saying that if Guardiola hadn't been so interventionist, maybe Bayern would have won a Champions League uh, in his reign, which, of course, was the trophy that eluded him. At the same time, they had a consistency in the league that... Um, kind of outweighed all the problems and Bayern would have loved to keep Guardiola longer because they played at an incredible level even if they failed at a semi-final stage of the Champions League three times. Nagelsmann isn't quite Guardiola yet. Nagelsmann isn't quite the guy that has the buy-in at this point from from the Bayern players which is why his Guardiola inspired tactics and and coaching perhaps didn't quite fall on fruitful um, soil as much as as it did for Guardiola. Tuchel is also a Guardiola, a Guardiolista, if you want, Uh, hugely inspired by him. But I think he's got the experience from his time as PSG, where the the, the egos outweighed the system, and uh, now at Chelsea, to, I think, adapt his ideas and find common ground and find a happy medium. He will still have to rotate because otherwise he won't be able to keep the squad happy. But I think you have to do it in a way that people understand why he's doing it and perhaps spend a lot of time explaining things, talking to players. Again, things that Nagelsmann perhaps neglected a little bit.
0: What is next for for Julian Nagelsmann? Because it can get lost in all of this that the guy's still only 35. That most... You know, managers haven't even considered managing by by his age yet or at least that's where the point where the kind of tipping point is and they might consider a future in football and he's now been through a couple of big jobs already like is is the next stop for him naturally in England or elsewhere or has there been any kind of thought from his end as to where he might lead next?
1: Well when you're at Bayern it's it's hard to um, Everyone else is down (laughs) A little bit In Germany certainly Yeah I mean, we saw that Niko Kovac had to reinvent himself um, at uh, VfL Wolfsburg with a degree of success. But of course, he's not seen in the same bracket anymore. I think Nagelsmann is a different type of manager. I think he is seriously talented. And even with those negative experiences, I think you'd struggle to find anyone in Germany who'd say he's not the third most exciting um, German-speaking manager in in the league, or you know, on the market at the moment, so he will have offers. I think he'll be very careful to choose the right spot. I think before too long, he will end up in the Premier League, whether that's already his next natural step. I'm not 100% sure because the kind of things that he struggled with at Bayern to be the speaking, um, the talking head, to be the face of the of the, the club, to have this constant exposure i think it's even worse in the premier league where there's no ceo there's no sports director at least taking some of the media duties away from you and these are the things that he found hardest so i think you'd be very careful to to make that move um but the big office will be coming because people see him as a as a genuine talent and as somebody who can really help teams perform really well um, I think a sabbatical might not be the worst idea for him yeah. to go yeah. and see different things, learn a thing, learn a few things, reflect. But at the same time, as we saw with Klopp, when a, an off of the right magnitude come, comes along, then your sabbatical gets cut short quite quickly. So I don't think he'll be out of the job for too long.
0: Uh, and uh, football here on Off The Ball is brought to you by Sky. All the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport and Premier Sports. It's probably too glib a question, Um Uh, Rafa, but does the Bundesliga need Borussia Dortmund to win the title this year?
1: I think it would help the Bundesliga. Mm. It would help maybe even Bayern in a strange way, that uh, this challenge is not just an empty threat and it keeps them on their toes and it forces them to innovate and to be better. But um, it's going to be difficult now. I think Bayern have shown weakness this year and last year. Dortmund were not in a position to take advantage last year. This time they might have been, but will that weakness of Bayern persist? I doubt that with Tuchel in charge. And again, I come back to the um, Kovac situation. When he was in charge, by far the weakest manager that that Bayern have had for, for a couple of decades, he was bad, but Dortmund were nowhere and couldn't take advantage then. And that was, I think, the best chance. And then we wouldn't be having this horrible situation for the Bundesliga where it's 10 years in a row you'd have five and four or something like that which is still (laughs) quite dominant but would change the dynamic a little bit so yes I think it would be great for the league if Dortmund can pull this off but because of what Bayern have done recently I think the chances have diminished I think even using
0: a term like "pull it off" probably explains the situation uh, more concisely than any of us could uh, could because it seems like it, it's an achievement against the odds to to go and win a league in the in the situation that they're in and uh, in the place that they're coming from. And as judged by you know previous regimes, be it under Klopp or be it under Tuchel, the inability inability to sustain
1: these little peaks that they've had. I mean, that's always going to be their problem, I guess. It is because they need to have the perfect season and they need weakness from Bayern in order to succeed because they don't start from an equal position. They start from a position where Bayern turn over, give or take, 700 million euros and they're around about the 450, 500 euro mark. Hmm. So that gap always means Bayern have a deeper squad, have better players, and unless they have a massive (laughs) screw-up, which uh, might have happened this season... Dortmund don't really have a chance to to push them. Uh, where they have fall, uh, fallen short of their own expectations is because they should be the Bayern Munich of the rest of the Bundesliga sides. They should be dominating all the other 17 teams, or 16 if you include them, and that's where they've been a little bit inefficient and ineffective. Um, this year, in the second half of the season, they seem to have got their act together. Whether that's going to be enough to push a Bayern team that will I think have learned from from their issues and will be in a better position to see this out I'm doubtful but it'd be great if it were to happen
0: yeah it's uh, going to be an interesting last couple of months for sure uh, in the Bundesliga and to see how Bayern track as well in Europe uh, especially going into that time of Manchester City in the quarterfinals of the Champions League Raphael Honigstein an absolute pleasure as always thank you so much for your time Thanks for having me, Cheers, Ralph. Football on off the ball. With Sky, proud partner and supporter of the Republic of Ireland women's national football team. This is News Talk.